Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Monday. Packers not back at practice yet. Still have a day off here. And the coaches will be back on Tuesday, drawing up their game plans for the showdown in Philadelphia on Sunday night. The Packers back on the practice field on Wednesday. But, you know, we're here for you, Packers fans worldwide. It's what we do, devoted to Green Bay Packers fans across the globe. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you all had a good weekend without the Packers. I mean, it'd be nice. It's nice to just stretch out on a Sunday and watch the kickoff of the World Cup and then see a full day of NFL action without having to worry about the Packers frustrating the hell out of you and losing a football game. It was great, but now we're back in the fold. I say that, but uh, there won't be any Packers daily tomorrow or Wednesday or Thursday. There might be one on Friday. So uh, this is it. Get it in, people, because we got a lot to do and I got to travel. Uh, hope you're all doing well. Good to see everybody in the comment section. Ryan, starting us off with a super chat. That look on Roger's face makes it look like he's checked out for the season. Packers Daily photo. Uh, the photo I believe you're referring to here, the thumbnail on the video, that's uh, from post-game Thursday night. I think he's just dejected. Too old for this. And the look on Matt's face looks like someone just said something really stupid, but at the same time makes perfect sense, so he has nothing to say. <laughs> that that could possibly be. I can't tell you exactly when that photo was taken. Ed, thanks for the super chat. Packers 45, Eagles 23, based on absolutely nothing. Woo, baby, that's based on hopes and dreams right there, Ed. I mean, hell, Eagles absolutely look mortal the last couple weeks, no doubt about it, between the loss to Washington and then a uh, close one there in Indy that they ended up pulling out last minute. But, I mean, it's... Interesting to see a team that, you know, struggles in a certain area and goes out and makes moves, uh, bringing in Ndamukong Sue and Linval Joseph, two guys who were just sitting out there who, you know, could have been signed by anybody, even the Green Bay Packers weeks ago when they were still in the contention and still struggling to stop the run. But, uh, you know, that ain't how they roll in the old land of green gold. Packers are too busy watching the World Cup. No, I don't think so. Well, some of them might be. What's up, Nags? What's up, NFL Pack Boy? How you doing? Good to see you. Do you think there's a chance LaFleur is out if we have a similar results next season? Ooh, baby. Baby, turning up the heat on a Monday. Um, I think the odds are long. If they have Rodgers back and they have a similar year as this year, could he be out? I guess the conversation might get started, but I'd still be surprised. I'll never say never, though. The NFL is not for long. Um, but yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be a bit surprised. Ah, oh, it's a good question. When is Dobbs back? Well, the initial timeline was four to six weeks, right? And they didn't put him on IR, so I would suspect, hopefully, sooner rather than later, uh, maybe he'll be back out in the practice field on Wednesday. But. Um, not really holding my breath on that one. Probably another week would be my guess. Hi, Nags. What are your plans for Thanksgiving? I'm going home to Appleton to see my dad, bringing my girls, having a family time. It's going to be a lot of fun. That said, we will still be having Packer transplants on Wednesday night. Uh, Thanksgiving Eve transplants. Nothing like it. So uh, be ready for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. What are some options to replace Barry as our defensive coordinator? Well, uh, Vic Fangio is still sitting out there. 
Um, I know he wanted to take a year off, so maybe he can slide right in and utilize the same system. But, uh, I mean, that's looking way ahead. I, I think my guess would be that uh, Barry has this defense playing better, all things considered, down the stretch here this season, and Matt sticks with him. That'd be my guess. That is just completely throwing darts there. But um, should he move on from Barry? Probably. Will he? I doubt it. But you never know. Brandon, thanks for the super chat. A lot of parody in the NFC. Not saying this team could make a run, but why not? Good work, Nags. Appreciate tuning in. Thanks, Brandon. I appreciate you appreciating it. Um, yes, you are right. The NFC is awash with mediocrity slash parody. The problem for the Packers is even if they go on a run, they have lost to teams that they'll be vying for wildcard spots for or with. I mean, whether it's the Giants or even the Commanders, um, you know, they've lost to too many NFC teams. You know, those tiebreakers are going to come back and bite them. Uh, if a guy goes on IR, does that impact the salary cap? No, Bumpa, it does not. Packers have the 11th pick in the 2023 draft as it stands now. Can they draft someone good? I mean, yeah, of course they can, Brenton. They drafted someone pretty good one spot later. Uh, with that last time they were at 12, they took Rashawn Gary. So I'm going to go with, yes, even if on draft night, everyone tells you it's a bad pick, don't pay any attention to them because nobody knows. That's my uh, advice to you. Ignoring bangers and Lambo leaps on Leroy's night have the football gods upset with the Packers. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, Christian Watson did a Lambo leap on his second touchdown. So let's let the record reflect. You know, the kid did go into the stands the second time around. Mother of God, I hope you're wrong about Barry's defense improving and him sticking around. Charles, I just, you know, history is my guide here. And uh, that's what I'm going with. Matt and Aaron out at the end of this are out at the end of the season. Uh, Chris, the only way Aaron's out is if he chooses to be. And Matt's not going anywhere. Not after this year. Now, give me next year. If things are the similar. Yeah, maybe. But no chance. No way after this year. No chance. Dustin, thanks to Super Chat. Not saying they should or would, and I don't want them to, but if the Packers cut Bakhtiari and he gets picked up, how much are they on the hook for cap-wise? I don't have the numbers here in front of me. I could Google it, but that's boring as hell for anybody watching or listening. Um, there's a decent cap hit. I know that. Uh, but they do save a bunch by if they cut him before I think it's the third day of the league year. Um, it's not it's not a great outcome either way. <laughs> wow, what this is a question right here. Nags, are you more like Clark Griswold National Lampoons Christmas vacation during the holidays or Willie from Bad Santa? Definitely more Clark Griswold. No question. Do we draft a quarterback if we get a top pick? Now there's a question, LOL. I think there's a, there's a decent chance they do. I mean, it all depends on how the offseason plays out, and 1 billion percent depends on if Aaron Rodgers decides to come back, because if Aaron Rodgers decides to come back, then they most likely have to trade Jordan Love because they can't justify keeping him around uh, with his cap hit, and then they probably draft another quarterback. Yeah. Unless they are 1 billion percent convinced that Jordan Love is the successor, but I would think if they thought that, then they wouldn't have signed Aaron to the extension that they did. 
are out. Man, we get into some World Cup stuff here. I love it. Um, yeah, that, that second half was frustrating. Uh, I mean, look, you had that point. Well, you had three points, right? Until one of your defenders made a real boneheaded mistake in the penalty area. You know, I I get it's frustrating. I get that they – it was a lot like watching Chelsea, actually. Talk about not being able to figure anything out, not having any ideas uh, in front of goal. I mean, the number of times they just got up that left wing and Pulisic puts it into the penalty box without any kind of real idea about what, you know, who was going to be, what, there was just no attack really outside of that. So, but hey, hell of a, hell of a goal there in the first half. And I love that. Uh, best player available. If a top QB falls to you, you got to draft them. I mean, yeah, that's the perv- pervasive, uh, ideology so to speak but we've seen them go away from that on a couple of different occasions but yeah i mean yes if there's a quarterback available there i think uh you definitely have that conversation we still need to push for the playoffs people i will never understand the throw in the towel mentality dean dean buddy just meet me here meet me here dean dean playoffs Playoffs? I just hope they can win a game. Another game. Look, they got to beat the Eagles first. And then we can talk about the playoffs. All right? Playoffs. What are you talking Are you talking about the playoffs? Son. Come on now. Nicholas Bowling Show, what's up? How you doing, man? Uh, Hey, look. He took all the technical players off and had nobody who could take advantage of the open space in the second half. Yeah, that's that's partly true. By the way, extremely sad we are hitting February draft stuff prior to Thanksgiving. My life. <laughs> yeah, here this is how the other half lives. I remember when I was at Bleacher Report, we would always target all the fan bases whose season were essentially over by week eight or nine, and we start making draft content for them. That's going to be the Green Bay Packers feed in a little bit here. No doubt about it. Ryan, thanks for the super chat. Sorry, Ed, but the pack can't stop the run. Eagles 34-17 Packers. I can't believe the Cowgirls beat the Vikes. I can. Absolutely can. The Cowboys are a good team. That's why it was so kind of uplifting for the Packers to get that win, only to turn around on Thursday and completely forget what got them that victory. It's kind of fucking annoying. Um, what else we got here? Oops, sorry. What's going to be... The bigger number, Team USA goals the rest of the World Cup or Packers wins the rest of the season? God damn, what a question. Packers wins. Packers wins. Come on now. Come on, Dustin. Joe, thanks for the super chat. Worst thing about Thursday night. On the night they honored Leroy Butler, Packers D Packers DBs played like MD Jennings. God damn. I mean, what's so frustrating about the whole secondary is the communication issues and not knowing either what the call is or what the adjustments are supposed to be down in and down out are similar to what we saw week one. How are you making the same fucking mistakes in week 11 that you were making in week one? That's what blows my mind. And that's to me, that's coaching. If, if your guys clearly can't make the adjustments necessary, if they clearly continue to error in the same ways again and again and again 
man, you got to dumb it down. You got to simplify it. You got to change something. If you're insisting on rolling the same crew out there, which for the most part, the Packers are. How many times does Darnell Savage have to be seen breaking on a receiver and leaving a vacated area and the vacated area being populated by an opponent's wide receiver who catches the football? I mean, again and again and again. I understand it's like you don't know the call. I get that. But when the same dude is in the mix on all of these fucking busts, you know, at some point you don't need to know the call. At some point there's a there's a bit of a pattern here that you can point to. You know, frustrating as all hell. Uh, John, thank you for the super chat. Who had Jamal Williams leading the league in touchdowns to start the year? Great to see him doing well, albeit in Detroit. Run the ball. Go, Pack, go. John, you know what really struck me during that game on Sunday? How they stick with it. How they, okay, yeah, they get stymied on first and goal. Guess what? They go right back to it on second and goal. Instead of, oh, it didn't work on first and goal. Well, now we're going to spread it out and go RPO, and our quarterback's going to throw it at the helmet of a lineman. I mean, yeah. You've got a dude who knows how to power through, who knows how to find the creases, who knows, got the fucking nose for the end zone. Keep giving it to him. I mean, all respect to Jamal. He's awesome. And the Detroit Lions are committed to that brand of football. Yes. That's, you know how you end up leading the league in touchdowns? By being given the opportunities in goal-to-goal situations. Packers have two backs who could do that. If they were ever afforded the number of opportunities. Driving me nuts, man. Driving me nuts. Soder. They got to run the table to even sniff the playoffs. Could it happen? Yes. Will they run the ball enough to make that a possibility? Nope. You got that right. Uh, Is Abrams going to, I think you mean Abram, going to be given a fair look for next year? It's possible. I mean, he's in the mix, right? Um. Yeah, I think they'll see what uh, they have here down the stretch and make a determination of how he fits. Um, a bit of a ch- bit of a chance. Joe Barry's level of incompetence is at Maurice Drayton levels. No, I disagree there. I disagree. I think there's plenty of stuff you can point to where you know he's got a sound kind of game plan and they execute it. And there are plenty of times where the offense has not held up their end of the bargain. The defense has done enough to win a game. I think that is very clear throughout the season. The frustrating aspect of it is they can never put together a full game. Like the amount of inconsistency is what's baffling and really, really frustrating. Like, and that, but that's the whole team, you know, Chris, thanks for the super chat. What is the D seeing on tape that isn't translating to the field? Self-scouting was the worst when I played because it's embarrassing when watching your own tape almost. Is that not happening here? It's a good question, Chris. It's a very good question. And that's what's so frustrating was what I was talking about before. When you're making the same mistakes mistakes in week 11 that you were making in week one. I'm with you, man. I don't know. I mean, they say they do. But nothing on the field would indicate that that's the case. At least not to any great extent. When they keep making the same mistakes and have the same communication breakdowns. At some point, don't you have to change your method of communication then? One would think. Mind boggles. Dustin, thanks for the super chat. Based on how much we underutilize running backs, will we ever 
would we have been better off keeping Jamal and drafting a wide receiver instead of AJ? Probably. I mean, I hate to say it because I love AJ, but yeah, probably. You know, if they're going to insist on throwing it around the yard, going three wide receivers and doing static formations with wide receivers spread out and the quarterback with a broken fucking thumb trying to make it work. I mean, this is the thing. That's what's so frustrating. The Packers are so insistent on utilizing their spread formations and throwing the football that they're doing it even though the quarterback has a broken, a broken thumb. Back in 2003, when Brett broke his thumb, you know what the Packers did? They buttoned it up. It went power. They brought on an extra lineman all the time, and they handed the ball off to Amon Green about 4 billion times. You know what they did? They won a bunch of fucking games. Not this team. Not this coach. Not this quarterback. Oh, broken thumb? We're still going to throw it around the yard and let you throw it to a blade of grass instead of a wide-open Sammy Watkins. Oh, well. Hubris. Total fucking hubris. That's all it is. That's all we're witnessing. Take that to the bank. I don't give a shit. I'm so sick of it. Again and again and again, week after week after week. How many more times do we have to watch Aaron Rodgers throw it nowhere near where he wants to for everyone to just say, oh, yeah, he's playing with a broken thumb. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't throw it as much. Soto, thanks for the super chat. Everyone have a great Thanksgiving, and thank you to everyone who makes Cheesehead TV such a pleasant place to talk about the Packers each and every day. Soder, love you, man. Thank you so much for checking in, as always. Always appreciate you here on the watch parties, the happy hours. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, man. Hope you're doing well. Mr. Inglewood, thanks for the Super Chat. GM should only get one shot at a Q, first-round QB draft. Too many years spent to develop them. You're at the end of your tenure. Get a guy who has proven that he can. You're at the end of tenure. Get a guy who has proven that he can. How do you prove that you can without being a GM, though? I'm a little confused on the last part. Jones and Dylan got to speak up. That's adorable, Cody. You think anybody speaking up is going to matter? Come on now. Come on now. Let's live in reality. Please. I love it when you get fired up, Nags. Eh. It's just uh, it's just annoying. You see LaFleur. Tell him I don't see LaFleur. Everyone thinks I, like, hang out with Matt all the time. Like, I don't see Matt. I don't talk to Matt. I barely know Matt. Y'all think I have, like, this direct line to the head coach. And even if I did, man, you're not going to listen to me. I'm a buffoon. You're not going to listen to me? Please. Hill probably spoke up and look what happened to him. <laughs> That's a little bit different, I think. They win when they run, but they refuse to run. Soder, well, what's, what's fucking crazy to me is you go look at that game on Thursday night. And a lot of it was like Tennessee staying ahead of the sticks, right? And, and converting on third down. They did that a lot. 
Now, never mind the fact that the Packers gave him free releases on third down all the time, and that's a whole other issue. But like they, that's how they lived, right? The Packers could do that. The Packers could absolutely do that. And if you look at Aaron Jones's numbers, if you give him the opportunities that Derrick Henry got, they're probably pretty similar numbers at the end of the game. And then you work off of that by you've stayed ahead of the sticks, you've run the ball. But no, we got to go shotgun spread, and then maybe we'll give AJ Dillon a couple carries out of fucking shotgun. It's criminal. It's criminal how they use AJ. Can stand it. Dustin, thanks for the super chat. Is that the same sweatshirt I sent you a couple summers ago? Hashtag Pappies, hashtag Violet's Dog. Dustin, it is exactly the same sweatshirt, and I thank you every day for it. I love the sweatshirt. John, thanks for the super chat. For some reason, I envision 12 being Uncle Rico at times with, say, he could chuck the football over the mountain. Hashtag chuck it for Jesus. John, you ain't lying. Very, very Uncle Rico-like behavior. All right, everybody, I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video. Subscribe to the social channels and then uh, join us Wednesday night. Very special pre-Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving Eve Packer transplants. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'll be in Green Bay with Corey. Going to be a good time. I hope you'll join us. In the meantime, like I said, no more Packer Packers Daily this week, maybe on Friday, but I'm not sure. Uh, please just hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends, tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a good night. Go Pack Go.